2020. Good morning, one and all. We're just going to call it the morning after, as you hear in my voice. It was quite a celebration last night as we joined the Seagulls and the Wallachs celebrating Lizzie and Yosef's marriage. You heard uh, a couple seconds of it early on in this show before Modani is. Now is the custom. That's the Chazaka. The third time I did it. Broke protocol and played something before Modani. Played the introduction that Nachum did so masterfully for his son and daughter-in-law last night at um, at what was just a wonderful, wonderful celebration. We'll tell you all about it as uh, we go on with the program. One of the uh, stars of last night's wedding, of course, as with all the Siegel and Wallach's Machot, really that's so amazing that we can say that at this point, um, was Oad, really so amazing, uh, as he sang his heart out during the chuppah. And uh, the rain held up literally, the, not a drop of rain, for the entire outdoor chuppah until the gla- literally the second the glass broke 
and the skies opened. It really was so incredible. And Miriam had said they really deserved. They waited so long to get married. And here was the uh, heavens held up for them to have their dream outdoor football. We'll tell you all about it a little bit later. But we'll continue right here, as we will, on a Friday morning, Arab Shabbos, Parshas Kisava, with Ohad. It's Mark Zamek singing for Nachum Siegel on JM in the AM. <laughs>
Really an amazing song. I've, there are so many covers to that song. It's a pretty new song. It really is amazing. It's, you know a song has become so popular when the covers happen super quickly. It's actually written by um, yes, a gentleman named Yussi Miller, and the English lyrics were composed by Esty Tesler. It's Mark Zomick. It I know it doesn't sound like Nachum. It doesn't even sound like Mark Zomick, quite frankly. It's Mark Zomick sitting in for Nachum Siegel. On a September 4th, Friday, our Shabbos edition of JM the AM, as we celebrate Parsha's Kisavo, candlelighting in the New York, New Jersey area at 7.04 p.m. I really did not know what time to announce candlelighting. Inside baseball, I go, I go to a specific website every week for my Arab Shabbos show, and whatever time it tells me candlelighting is in the New York, New Jersey area, that's the candlelighting time that I pick. I believe Nachum goes to a different site and um, and maybe even subtracts a minute or two. So uh, it, it, our times are usually a couple minutes off, but I am keeping to my 7.04 because that's what I announced on the Arab Shabbos show. If you missed it, by the way, it already aired twice, but if you missed it, it's going to air again after after Naomi Nachman at 10 o'clock. But we'll talk about that later on as well. Nachman has the morning off. We gave him a couple extra hours of sleep as he was up pretty late last night. As we all celebrated the wedding of Lizzie and Yosef Siegel, we can say them in one sentence. It's no more Lizzie Wallach and Yosef. Well, it might be Lizzie Wallach and Yosef Siegel. We're going to say Lizzie and Yosef Siegel, the long-awaited wedding, the long-awaited, long-awaited intramarriage here of the Nachum Siegel Network staff. We could not be more excited for Miriam and Stephen and for Nachum and Stacy as we celebrated in what was just a beautiful, beautiful wedding, Aaron Teitelbaum and the Aaron Teitelbaum. I, there might have been a hundred musicians there at the beginning and for the chuppah. And of course, Ohad with a special appearance by Ellie Gerstner will play some of the opening medley later on. We got a couple cool things planned today. Or a couple things we're going to do. One of them is I'm going to play. I actually told Ellie Gerstner this last night and he claimed a little bit of credit for it and he deserves some. But, uh, I'm going to play in order. Songs from the David Hashem Ori, and there's only one Pasuk 
of that whole parak of Tehillim that doesn't have a song, but you're going to hear the entire parak of L'David Hashem Ori pretty much in order, um, in, uh, in, 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 in song. So stay tuned for that at some point. And um, also, what else we got going on for you? Of course, Harry Rothenberg and uh, his video... Uh, sorry, well, his video blog, you can watch it on, on video, but we'll play it. Harry Rothenberg's Dvar Torah, of course, Rabbi Yudin, um, with his Dvar Torah, as well as um, Sounds of the Wedding. We have, uh, like, the first ten minutes of the first dance that we'll play for you later on. Malcolm Honline also has the morning off. Um, so a lot going on here on Jamie. You're not going to want to miss it. You're going to want to stay tuned. Kind of, let's go. Coming up next, brand new music from Ace. This is Ace Volume Three. It's uh, um, an, uh, a hit pretty quickly. It's a perfect song for today. It's called Shalom Aleichem. Good morning, one and all. It's Mark Zamek. It's Jamie the AM, and this is the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
game in the AM Friday morning, Erev Shabbos, Parshas, Kisavo, September 4th, 2020, the morning after the wedding. Uh, this is my Chazaka. I hosted Jamie in the AM the morning after Nachum and Stacey got married, the morning after Benjamin and Kayla got married, and now the morning after Lizzie and Yosef got married. Thank you for tuning in, all of you loyal listeners out there calling in to uh, hear the bl- play-by-play, the blow-by-blow of the uh, wonderful Simcha last night. went off flawlessly without a hitch, as no doubt you would all expect from the great production team at the Nachum Siegel Network. I definitely saw at some point during one of the two dances, I think it was the first one, Miriam actually trying to produce. I definitely, so I have rubbed off on her over the past number of years, um, but I definitely saw Miriam trying to produce at some point during the first dance that uh, was pretty cool. Anyway, you can hear it in my voice. There's no question. Not that I wasn't screaming that much, but you can definitely hear the uh, sounds of the wedding in my voice. Of course, one of the big hits of the wedding was Ohad, and that was his Tfilah Ta'av, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite wedding songs from his Segula album. Um, he was spectacular. He will, of course, now be in quarantine. For, I asked him where he was davening for Rosh Hashanah. He said, in my house, I'm going to be in quarantine. I think uh, normally he goes to San Diego. They had canceled a while ago. And so he will be back in Israel for the first time Rosh Hashanah, probably in a very long time, stuck uh, not going anywhere. Somebody had told me, actually, I think somebody in my Dafyom year might have been Arthur Greenberg, who just went back home to Israel. And he said that... Um, one of his friends got a call from the, uh, I guess it's the health ministry, asking him to come to the window of his house and wave to uh, ensure that he was actually in the house. It was pretty funny. Now, I don't know if anybody was driving by. They could just do a fake out and say, come to the front and wave. And if there's another, you know, a random car driving by, you think that's the health ministry. I don't know. Whatever it is. Let's get back to the music. We'll continue with Maishi Tischler. This is my favorite from the new album. This is called Hayom. Good morning, one and all. It's Mark Zomik. It's Jamie Liam on the Nakam Siegel Network. Let it land, let it go 
Friday morning, Jamie the AM, Mark Zamek with you, sitting in for Nachum Siegel. Last night was the uh, wedding celebration of Lizzie and Yosef, and uh, we were there, but we decided to give Nachum the morning off. That is, that's a brand new Wedding Medley 2020, Yoni Eliav and the Yedidim Choir. Fabulous, fabulous medley. We love it, love it, love it. Anyway, as promised earlier on in this radio show, I am uh, going to play through Ledevat Hashem Ori. I might have to interrupt it a couple times for other stuff going on here, but uh, we'll see how much we can play through without interruptions. These are Psukim from the Parak of Tehillim, which we started saying two weeks ago, called Ledevat Hashem Ori Ve'ishi, and uh, opening up with Yaakov Shweki and continuing all the way on through Ruach in Kaveh El Hashem, or actually the Rabbi's sons in Kaveh El Hashem. So stay tuned. You'll uh, now be able to sing along every morning and evening when you say this Barak of Dillam. Only one Pusik is missing. See if you can figure out which one it is. Good morning, one and all. 704 Candlelighting. It's Mark Zamek with you, Jamie the AM, on the Nachum Single Network. Oy, oy, oy. David Hashem, Ori Veishi, Ori Veishi, Mimihira. Hashem Oz Chayai, Ay Mimihifra, Ay Mimihifra. Im Tachaneh, Alai. Lo ira libi in takum alai alai mirhama bezot ani potea. Oh, 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 
Oh, oh. 
Oh, no. 
Some Zimmer Boys Choir with you on an Arab Shabbos show. See, that's the first time I've ever done that. That's hysterical. Silver Zimmer Boys Choir here on, Ever, on an Arab Shabbos edition of Jam the Name. Last time I hosted the show on Friday, I did not do that. This time I did. Mark Zamek with you, sitting in for Nachum Siegel on the morning after the great celebration of the marriage of Yosef Siegel and Lizzie Wallach, or also known as Lizzie and Yosef Siegel. Uh, really an amazing, amazing simcha we're going to play. I think in the last half hour we're going to try to squeeze in uh, the first ten minutes of the first dance set from the wedding last night. I, as promised earlier this morning, we're playing songs straight through from Ladavid Hashem Ori. That was Akashualti from Seal Vizemer, Boys Quartz, Kiyitz Benaini coming up. Uh, that's the next Pasuk in order. Kiyitz Benaini from uh, Yonatan Schlagbaum coming up in a couple minutes um, as we uh, continue with great Erev Shabbos uh, music and certainly music appropriate for the uh, time of the year. We're saying L'David Hashem Ori. There is one Pasuk. I, um, I uh, called it out to Ellie Gerstner last night at the wedding. But Karve Lai, Miriam Lechol, Espasari, that is the one Pasuk that Leo Razamik and I have determined there is no, uh, let's call it traditional Jewish music. We did find one song, actually, that we were able to tie to a Christian group, so we decided not to include it in that music mix. But uh, anybody, any Jewish music composers out there who want to complete this, uh, the 27th parak of uh, Tehillin, Mizmar Chav Zayin, also known as Ladavid, Hashem Ori Ve'ishi, uh, should look at that Pusik and see if they can't write words, uh, sorry, write music to that. Um, this portion of NSN programming is brought to you by NH, Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dogs, Sausages, and Deli, the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. And of course, Trader Joe's. Seth Levitt does not look like he was born in 1954. He is definitely kept uh, pretty well for his age. The community is invited to, when I, when I announced this, on uh, on on the Arab Shabbos show, I had not read through it before I uh, announced it, and it took me like at least a full read to realize uh, uh, what what it was. But the community is invited to the sixth annual Pearl E C E Pearl E Siegel Memorial Lecture, and uh, it's sponsored by uh, her husband Zalman Siegel, also known as Uncle Zalman, Nachum uh, Nachum's uncle, the brother of uh, Rabbi Zev Siegel, and so this uh, this shear is in in memory of Nachum's aunt from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and it features Rabbi Dr. Zev Wiener with a fascinating topic. The topic is halachic noncompliance. Blowing the chauffeur against medical advice. So uh, Rabbi Wiener has smicha from YU, and um, and he has an MD from Harvard Medical School. Holy moly, he is a rabbi doctor with some serious set of credentials here. He is a magid sheriff at the, at the Young Israel of Century City, and uh, he's an attending uh, psychiatrist at UCLA Medical Center. That is some resume. Holy moly! So that sheer is in memory of uh, Peril Etta. Basra of Yitzchak, Aleha Shalom, and it happens on this Sunday, 5 p.m. Arizona time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's on Zoom, which is why we're announcing it now. The meeting ID is 878-895-9188, 878-895-9188, and the password is 613, a number that should be easy for you to remember. Happy birthday wishes. He had posted it on the app to the great Aryeh Mack. 
Happy birthday to the great, I think on his birth certificate, it says the great R.A. Mack. Because any time I see him, I refer to him as the great R.A. Mack, and I'm pretty sure I check with his parents, and it does say the great R.A. Mack on his birth certificate. We wish him a happy birthday on Sunday. Thank him for tuning in and for making a comment on the app. Pack day today on uh, the Nachum Siegel Network. We have table for two. Naomi Nachman is joined by Joshua Shua Horowitz. He is the proprietor of the East Side Coach Deli in Denver, Colorado. He uh, also, Akiva Bennett from Tribuch, I think that's the way you pronounce it. He is the president at, oh, uh, sorry, his name is Akiva Bennett Tribuch. And he's the president at uh, Remember Me Gifting. And also Naomi's daughter, Ellie. She is uh, on the show as well. I think she might have made Aliyah, or, or I think I know a number of her daughters have made Aliyah. So that's pretty cool. And coming up at 10 o'clock is me. That's right. Sponsored by Kedem is uh, the latest edition of the Arab Shabbos show. It's third airing. And at 1 p.m., Harry Rothenberg gets replayed. You'll hear him in a second. It'll get replayed at 1 p.m. And then, of course, great Arab Shabbos music uh, all the way until you'd like to listen to it. Candlelighting tonight is uh, 7.04 in the New York, New Jersey area and uh, 6.19 in Jerusalem, Israel. Things we announce on the Arab Shabbos show. For those of you unfamiliar with the Arab Shabbos show, well, that's crazy. You should be listening every single week. This is my best opportunity to plug my uh, weekly Erev Shabbos show. We play a lot of great Erev Shabbos music. We pick Parsha songs. This week was pretty good. Uh, Baruch HaTabair, Hashkifa, uh, Kumi Ori, um, and um, Chalmish Oskim. I'm sorry, not Chalmish Oskim. It's actually, um, uh, um, wow, it's Hashem Lokim Melech Melech. I can't even read my own. Uh, kulam Sadikam. Wow, I couldn't read my own handwriting. But the back half of the Miami Boys Choir from Basiat Shmaya. So a lot of great Arab Shabbos music, a lot of great Aftar music. Next week, by the way, we are doing the countdown of my favorite Shiva Denechemta songs, my favorite songs from the Haftorot between Tishabav and uh, Rosh Hashanah. So le- next week, this week is the week six of Shiva Denechemta. Next week, Slichos Saturday night is uh, the seventh week. So we're going to be doing our countdown. I am sure Kolachai Sashkifa and Kolachai Esaviv are going to be in there um, along with probably Lenny Solomon Sumarum. I don't want to ruin the whole thing for you, but uh, some great, great songs in our top 10 countdown of Shiva Denechemta songs next week. What else do we got going? I think we covered all of our announcements. Uh, we're going to continue with our, um, as I said, Yonatan Schlagbaum's Kiyot Spinani, following Harry Rothenberg, his video Dvar Torah. Thank you, Harry, and good morning. Moses, Moshe, tells the Jewish people that when they enter the Promised Land, they should split up the tribes, six specific tribes on one mountain, and six specific tribes on a mountain across the way from it, over a valley. And the elders of the Kohanim and the Levium, the priests and the Levites, should stand in the middle in the valley, and then take turns issuing blessings and curses. Turn to one mountain with six tribes on it and issue a blessing. Blessed be the man who fulfills a certain precept. And then everybody, all 12 tribes say in unison, Amen. And then turn to the other mountain and issue a curse. Cursed be the person who does not fulfill or who violates a certain command. And then everyone again in unison says, 
Amen. Now, if you had your choice, of course you'd want to opt to be one of the tribes on the mountain to which the blessings were directed, not one of the tribes on the mountain to which the curses were directed. But six and six, six on each mountain, 50-50 chance for everyone. How are you going to divide the tribes? Now, the obvious common way to divide them is based on who the mothers were. Jacob, Yaakov, is the father of all the tribes, but he had four wives. Two main wives, Rachel and Leah, gave birth to eight sons. The two maidservants, Bilhan and Zilpah, gave birth to four. But you need six and six. So you've got to take two from the eight and shift them over to the four. And that's what Moshe does. But if you look at which two he plucks off from the eight sons of Rachel and Leah, it's a little surprising. Ruvain is one of the ones who's taken off. Now you might say, well, he had a little bit of a checkered past, but then so did Shimon, and Shimon remains. He's not taken off. Zvulun is taken off from the eight. He's the other one, along with Ruvain, who gets transferred to the four sons of the maidservants to make six. But why Zvulun? He's always linked arm in arm with his brother Yusachar. As we know, the sages explained, the people from the tribe of Zvulun would work and then help support the people from the tribe of Yusachar who would sit and study the Torah. And yet, Yusachar remains with his brothers and Zvulun's picked off and he goes to the other side. So one commentator offers a fascinating explanation for why Moshe and God chose those two. They chose them because Ruvain and Zvulun were the eldest and the youngest sons of Leah. And we know in families, the two most common children who are favored or who are accused most often of being favored are the eldest and the youngest, the baby. So that's why to show we're not playing favorites, they specifically took the eldest and the youngest and moved them over. Recently, I was speaking to a friend who's a little older than I am, so he has more married children, thank God. And I said, I'm just curious, what do you do when your married kids come back to your house with their kids? How do you choose who gets which room? And so he said to me, funny you should ask, my wife always feels that we should favor the youngest, that's typically the most recently married, because they haven't been married as long, still getting used to things, maybe they're still getting used to being parents, and so we should defer to them and give them the choice. He said, what do you do? I said, I do the opposite. I just figure that the eldest has the prerogative and he should choose and then just go down from there. And then the light bulb went off. I said, let me ask you something. Did your wife have siblings? He said, yes. I said, where is she and her family? He said, she's the youngest. She's the baby. I said, well, that explains everything. Your wife favors the youngest because she's the youngest. And I favor the oldest because I'm the oldest. We may have a bias that's unconscious that we don't even realize. But getting back to this scene in this week's Torah portion, if God and Moshe had to worry about the possibility of offending the tribes or being accused of playing favorites among them such that they had to make sure to pick the eldest and the youngest and move them over, that's the generation in the wilderness that lived for 40 years with open miracles after being miraculously taken out of Egypt. They had the well and the cloud and manna falling from heaven and now they're gonna be entering the promised land and yet you still have to be worried about making sure it doesn't look like one tribe's being favored over the other. How much more so today do we as parents have to make sure to avoid even the appearance of favoring one child over another?
and I play the Elul song. It's Mark Zomik. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm sitting in for Nachum Siegel. You know, I've often thought, I think maybe even the last time I hosted Jamie in the AM, um, I said this. Over the I should talk to Matis on the air about this. Um, maybe I can call him. He'll probably wake him up. Um, I, uh, for all the years, I mean more than 30 years, where I've had the opportunity, the privilege, probably 33, 34 even, years I've had the opportunity to uh, guest host for Nachum on occasion. Um, and I think this is the same with uh, certainly Matis and, and Mayer. Um, I won't tell you which one. We probably find ourselves imitating Nachum, trying to get his cadence and his style of doing the show. And now that I've been doing the um, the show that... Uh, now I'm doing my own show every week. I think I found my own rhythm and my own style that's different from Jame the Am, and when I do do Jame the Am, I, I can't tell whether it's me or it's me doing him, or I, I, I'm just not sure, but I, I, until today, because today I really feel like I'm doing my own show, and I'm not doing a Nahum Siegel edition, or a, a poor imitation of Jame the Am. Anyway, that's some inside baseball. Caroline tonight in the New York, New Jersey area, 704. Check most local listings as... The uh, colloquial term is Friday getting shorter and shorter. You hear it in my voice. Holy moly. You hear uh, last night's wedding. As listener Eric was so kind to point out, you hear last night's wedding, I guess, in my voice and um, uh, us trying to talk over the music and the masks. The great Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra brought the house down. So uh, pretty cool last night to participate um, with uh, with all the families, with um, Nachum and Stacy. With uh, the Weintraubs, with uh, the Wallachs, with uh, Stephen's parents and uh, all the kids um, who we know for it. You know, it really is two families. Well, I guess we know of the Wallachs for about 10 years. And certainly, you know, as the, as, as the uh, old joke goes, Nachum's father named me at my bris. So we definitely go back to uh, way, way back with the Siegel family. Uh, certainly know the kid, no, no Nachum and before Nachum was Nachum and Stacy, actually Rochelle always jokes she remembers that Nachum came over to us after our wedding and um, and he says, "Well, I think I'm next." And he had been out on his third date with Stacy, and he was clearly very animated and excited. This was in March. They ultimately got married that November. So uh, we have been with the uh, Seagull family. We have been family with the Seagulls. Let's put it that way. For a really super long time. Anyway, um, this next song, Eitan, another Eitan Cat song of Baruch Levine. I th- although I did not play it last night, I think this is going to be one of the next big chupa songs. This is called Achosenu. It's a bracha that Rivka, Rivka, um, Rivka, our mother, I guess that's how you would say it, Yitzchak's wife, that uh, Rivka gets from her family as she's leaving with Eliezer to go on to uh, meet Yitzchak and ultimately get married and be one of the foremothers of the Jewish people. This is called Achosenu. It's Mark Zamek. This is a Jame in the Aim edition uh, for Erev Shabbos Parshas Kisavo on the Nachum Siegel Network. Say, 
עצמי, אנשים כולם שונים, איך למצוא את עצמי? על אדם לנצל עמידות הכוחות, שייחל לו בורא הנשמות. בבוקר קם אני, ושואל מה מקומי, אנשים כולם שונים, איך למצוא את עצמי? על אדם לנצל עמידות הכוחות, שייחל לו everybody for tuning in one and all this is mark zomik sitting in for nachum siegel as of course you know at this point we celebrated the wedding of lizzie and yosef siegel last night um really a wonderful wonderful celebration as you've heard so far anyway at this time each and every friday morning we present rabbi benjamin Yudin, the rabbi emeritus of congregation shomri torah in fairland new jersey to address us all in the torah portion of the week good morning rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Mark. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And before I begin, 
our usual this tomorrow we have the privilege of I'd like to begin by saying first of all this morning we have the privilege of wishing a very special Mazel Tov to our dear host Nachum and his wife Stacy and to the Machatanim the Wallachs to Miriam and Stephen Wallach on the occasion of the marriage of their children last night, Yosef and Elizabeth, and to say how happy we are that Beliayin Hara, another family, and not just another family, another special family, is has been created in Klal Yisrael, and that's why the concept of a chasana requiring a minion, which is a microcosm of Kla Yisrael. That's why Sheva Brachos, during the week after the wedding, requires Panim Chadashos, individuals who were not there at the wedding, so that the Simcha is continued uh, throughout Kla Yisrael. So we take this opportunity to say Mazel Tov, how happy and proud we are, and the seagulls and Wallachs should have nachas from this couple and please God, their children. And we should celebrate many more smachot together in good health for years to come. Tomorrow we do have the privilege of reading Parshas Kisavo. Parshas Kisavo, according to the Chinuch, contains six mitzvos, three positive and three restrictions. It is also found at the end of the Gemara Megillah that Ezra has so far legislated that we should read Parshas Kisavo at the end of the year, not as we, uh, not literally the last Shabbos of the year, but the Shabbos before the last. And the reason for that is that we have the Tochacha, the list of not just the blessings, but the curses that unfortunately will befall the Jewish people if they do not live up to their responsibility of observing Torah and mitzvot. And therefore, we read this tochacha prior to the end of the year with the hope and prayer of Tichleshana Shana V'kilolo Seha. May the year and its challenges please come to an end and Tochel Shana U'bircho Seha and the forthcoming year should be one of blessing for all of Klal Yisrael. I'd like to focus this morning on something a little different and to, please God, tie it in very clearly to our Parsha. I'd like to begin by talking about what is known as Bracha Achrona or Bracha Achas Me'ein Shalosh, which means a summarization of the three. Okay, we know that when an individual has washed, eaten bread, they are to recite the Birkas HaMazon, the grace after meals which is comprised 
of four blessings, three from the Torah and one from the rabbis. When one partakes of grain products, other than bread or matzah, made from one of the five grains, wheat, barley, rye, oats, or spilt, or if one has had wine or grape juice, or if one has eaten any one of the five fruits that the Torah identifies together with wheat and barley in Devarim, chapter 8, Pasuk 8, as comprising the seven species of which the Torah says, wow, take a look at Eretz Yisrael, and these five uh, fruits are grapes, figs, pomegranates, olives, and dates. If one has eaten any of these fruits, if one has had to drink wine or grape juice, or had mizonos from any of the five grains, one recites the abridgment of the Birkas HaMazon, and since the first three brachos of the Birkas HaMazon are biblical, it is called Bracha Achas, one blessing, Me'ein Shalosh, which is a summarization of the first three blessings of Birkas HaMazon, which are biblical. Truth be told, as I'll show you in a moment, we do have at the very end of the al Hamichya a reference to the fourth blessing of Hatova Metiv as well. So, the point that I'd like to demonstrate is before I show it to you inside, is that one would imagine that once we have a summarization of the three blessings of Birkas HaMazon, one would expect to find only the content of those three blessings in the Alamichya, and not special additions that are found in the Alamichya that are not found in the Birkas Amazo. So therefore, let's take a look at this together, and I'll be honored if you have either a sitter handy or a bencher handy, or tonight bring this to the table and take note of this, and actually take a look at Birkas Amazo and at this bracha achas me'ein shalosh, this abridgment, and you'll be able to see the points that I am making. Okay, it begins with the standard introduction of a blessing, acknowledging God as being our God and King of the universe. And so we go and we thank Hashem for, appropriately, one of the three, or all three, whatever a person has eaten or drunk. Four, grain, ala michyo v'yala kalkolo, after wine, ala gefen, v'yala gefen, and after fruits, ala eitz, v'yala priyo eitz. So far, so good.
and then after acknowledging what you've just eaten, the altnuvas hasoda, and for the produce of the field, and this is immediately a reference to the first blessing of Birkas Hamazon, which was and is Brukato Hashem Hazonas Hako, the God sustains all. We thank God for the food. What did we just do? We said, thank you, Hashem, for Alamichya and Tnuvas Hasoda. We thank God for the produce which sustains us. Then, what is the next phrase? Fial Eretz Chemda Tovar Chova. Exactly what we have in the Birkas Amazon, the second blessing, Nodel thanking God for the very special land of Israel, the desirable, good, spacious land, that we continue, that you were chose, which you were pleased to give to our forefathers, and now comes the first phrase, which is unique and not a summary, which means to eat of its fruit and to be satisfied with its goodness. That this is not found specifically in the Birkas Amazon that we're saying it here could be well understood because after all, you've just eaten of the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. So it's not so challenging why that phrase is here. But let's move on. Rachim Hashem Please, Hashem, have mercy. And this is as the third blessing begins. Ayisrael Amecha. That's exactly what we have in Birkas Amazon, which we expect to find here. Ayusholayim Yirecha. Again, what you have in Birkas Amazon. Al Tzion Mishkan Kvodecha. Regarding Tzion, which is exactly again the same. But instead of continuing what you have in the Birkas Amazon, Amalchus Beistovim Mishichecha, Balabayis Hagodol Bakladosh, what do you have here? Here instead, what do you have? The Almizbechecha, the Alhecholecha. Very strange. Here we refer to the Mizbeach, the altar, which is in the Beis Hamikdash and the Heichal, which is literally the uh, entranceway to the Beis Hamikdash, the uh, room which had the um, menorah. It had the uh, Shulchan. It had the Mizbeach. We're talking about the Mizbeach and the part of the Beis Hamikdash, which is not found in the Birkas HaMazon. What is it doing here? And then we go further. Once again, exactly as it appears in the Birkas HaMazon, no surprise. But then, bring us into it. That's fine, good, and now watch. Nocham Ipiria once again, Nispa Metuva, and then we have Univorecho Leo, and let us bless you, Bigdusha Uvetara, with holiness and purity. What's that all about? You don't have that in the Birkas Amazon. And finally, we add, as you can see, for each appropriate day on Shabbos, that's fine, as we have in the Birkas Amazon. And finally, Kiato Hashem Tovu Meitiv Lakol. 
There's your reference to the fourth bracha of Atov Amitiv. And now the obvious question is, Madua, why is the summarization different in these manners, be it that we acknowledge the fruit, highlight the Mizbeach, and Kedusha and Tara? The Briskarov gives a very exciting answer. And his answer is that we make reference in the Bracha Achrona to the mitzvos that have to do with the bringing of fruit to Yerushalayim and the Beis Migtosh, namely Ma'aser Sheni, which is three of the negative mitzvos in this week's parsha referred to Ma'aser Sheni. Ma'aser Sheni is the second tenth, the second tithe that the Jewish farmer brought with him in years one, two, four, and five. Out of the six years of the Shemitah cycle, he brought 10% of the produce, either actually bringing the produce or the money in exchange thereof, and ate the fruit or the equivalent of the money, of the fruit, of that money in Yerushalayim. And the Torah says the purpose of this is what I call that imposed vacation on the Jewish farmer so he can imbibe of the spirituality of Yerushalayim. And says the briskarav, this week's parsha, which is the mitzvah of bringing Bikurim, the first fruits, we are asking that Hashem give us once again the opportunity to bring the Bikurim and that is why you have in this uh, bracha why are we mentioning the Mizbeach? Because the Torah tells us that what does the Jewish farmer do with the fruit that he brings to the uh, Yerushalayim? He places it next to and gives it to the Kohen in front of the Mizbeach. Oh. So basically what's emerging is the following. Take a step back, my friends. When we recite Birkas Hamazon, which is really collective, what does that mean? Ideally, if we have three or more, there's a Mizuman. That concept of three or more benching together, especially when you have a Minyan, a special Mizuman. And in reality, when you have three or more men, benching together, the same way that when it comes to Kiddush, one man benches, excuse me, recites Kiddush for all, Berov Am Hadras Melech, really, that's the way it should be with Birkas Amazon, except explain the Mepharshim, that four brachos, we're afraid a person is going to be distracted, so we say each person should recite the Birkas Amazon by themselves, but really, it's for the Tzibur, it's for the Jewish community that we are praying. Here, when it comes to the bracha achas mein sholosh, it's each person individually. We are praying for the fulfillment of the potential of each individual. When you came as a group to the Beis Hamikdash to bring the Bikurim one to recite the Arami Obed Ovi, which is the basis of the Haggadah, of the Magid section on the night of the Pesach Seder, each Jew recited it by himself. Each Jew is 
praying in this bracha by not only saying thank you Hashem for that which you have given me, for the brownie that I've eaten, for the fruits that I've eaten, for the wine or grape juice that I have drunk, but each Jew is saying Hashem, please give me the opportunity to develop my full potential by being closer to you not just by enjoying your produce and sustaining myself with that which you give, but please give me the opportunity to come back to your base Hamigdash in a very literal sense. Amazing the capacity of our people that when we enjoy His produce and nourishment to us in this world, we're able to take that opportunity and run with it and elevate it and bring us, please God, in our minds. And we pray very soon to the actuality of being in the Beis HaMikdash. Wow! I hope and pray that from now on we will say this bracha of Allah this bracha achas mi'ain shalosh, this summarization with much more kavana and much more excitement because we know what we've just had. We've just had a brownie, but we know where we want to end up. That's right, in his Beis Hamikdash. Shabbat Shalom to all.
of time. We're going to get it in, though, because I promised to get it in. We'll play about five minutes. Nachum's introduction of Lizzie and Yosef, and then uh, the first, the beginning of the first dance set, Ohad and the great Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra were in top form. Ohad, I should have taken a picture, literally wore out the carpet under his feet on the stage. He was working so hard at it. So you're not going to want to miss it. This is your chance to feel like you were there if you weren't watching live on Zoom. So here it is, the introduction uh, to Yosef and Lizzie. Mazel tov to the Wallachs, to the Seagulls, and of course, Yosef and Lizzie Seagull as they celebrated their wedding last night in Rivervale, New Jersey. If I can have everyone's attention for a second. If I can have everyone's attention for one second before we start our big celebration, I just want to remind everybody that both families are asking everybody to remember that because of the uh, uh, the current circumstances, instead of everyone at the very beginning, which is wonderful when it happens, of course, everyone at the very beginning crowding in and really surrounding the Hudson on one side and the Kala on the other, if you please give a chance in the first minute or two for the grandparents to have space and be able to celebrate with both the Hudson and the Kala. Yisrael Lamb, Orchestra, let's go!
to a close another edition of Jamie and the AM, another week of Jamie and the AM. This is Mark Zomick sitting in for Nachum Siegel. Once again, we wish a final Mazel Tov for the morning to uh, Nachum and Stacy and Miriam and Stephen, and of course the young couple, Lizzie and Yosef Siegel, on their fantabulous wedding last night. It really was. It was my fourth COVID wedding. And uh, it, they, 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 people figure out better and better. This one, they, they even gave out swag at this one. So pretty cool about that. I really thank you all for tuning in. We are all grateful for your participation in the show. As usual, this portion of the Nachum Siegel Network programming is uh, brought to you by Abels and Hyman. That's right. 
Abel's and Hyman is uh, the uh, hot dog. The kosher and hot dogs are available at Trader Joe's nationwide. Only ten. Uh, enjoy a ten percent discount on all A and H products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A and H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A and H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. And of course, as I said. At Trader Joe's, we also thank the folks at Kedem for sponsoring our Erev Shabbos music mix. Naomi Nachman follows this show. I follow Naomi with the uh, final replay of the week of the Erev Shabbos show sponsored by Kedem. So thank you all for tuning in. Again, grateful that you all uh, tuned in, joined me, and participated. Grateful I was able to do I was multitasking today, by the way. Managed to do Dafiomi and Minion during the show. So it was pretty talented on my part, if I do say so myself, to be able to multitask, and I'm not sure anybody really noticed. Maybe Eric did, but other than that, I don't know that anybody noticed. Anyway, you anyway, you are tuned to the one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, NachumSiegel.com, and on the NSN app. Thank, thank you once again. Again, grateful that you all tuned in. Have an awesome Shabbos. It's Mark Zamek reminding you that no matter how long your journey may seem, every step you take brings you one closer to the end. Go out, make it a great day. Make it a great Shabbos, Parshish Kisavo. And I'll see you next Thursday night on the Arab Shabbos Show at the Nachum Signal Network.